Hello, welcome to the Cake Chronicles. I'm so excited to chat about advice for life's biggest curveballs. Let's jump in. Hi, and welcome back to the Cake Chronicles. Uh, I'm so excited that you're here today. I am sipping my coffee and excited to talk about something that was also unplanned this week to talk about. I'm just talking about self-care. I think that it's so important to remember to take care of yourself. As an Enneagram 2, as a person who likes to people please, as a person who likes to take care of people, I tend to forget about myself a lot. And I think that it's important to discuss like what self-care looks like. According to social media, self-care looks like facials and at-home baths and, you know, just like working out every single day and like devoting tons of time to yourself. But I think what the misconception is about self-care is that it doesn't always have to be those things. It absolutely can be those things, but it doesn't have to be. And sometimes self-care looks different for a lot of people, and also there are different kinds of self-care. So what we're going to talk about in this podcast today is just how does self-care look for me? What have I changed over time as I have become a more mentally healthy individual? And what can it look like for you? Uh, And why is it so important for our everyday life? So as everyone knows, life is getting back to some sense of normalcy. I'm back at both of my jobs pretty consistently. I'm able to see my friends. Um, I've reconnected with a few girls this week from like high school or past friendships that have just been amazing and really fueled my fire into, you know, doing and reaching all my goals and just like serving myself. Um, so recently I've just realized that I, my self-care looks a little different in this season of life. My self-care looks like, um, exercising once a day just because that gets me out of the house gets me um, sometimes it's my decompression from work if I've had a bad day at work or it's I'm honestly in a walking challenge right now so I'm trying to kick butt at that too so that helps me kind of just like refocus my day but also just like gives me some me time uh, which is nice in a fast-paced world of going from having all sorts of me time, having time to take care of myself, having time to do all the things that I love, to being back at work, but still doing my podcast and chasing my dreams and going to school. So that just gives me 30 minutes to an hour by myself. So if you haven't like taken up walking, honestly, it's kind of life-changing. It just gives you some space to yourself. So something that I do for self-care is walking. Another thing that I do for self-care is trying to get up early. So I have always been the girl that like rolls out of bed, um, gets ready quickly and goes to work because I love to sleep. Um, and I also like have a habit of like staying up a little bit later, but as I work a different schedule with my other job, I have really learned that getting up that extra hour early to sit and have my coffee and make my breakfast and not be sprinting out the door and hurrying my dogs to eat breakfast and all of those things um, helps me just like really start my day at ease. But like, I know some of you are listening and being like, okay, I can't get out of bed early. Like, I don't want to get out of bed early. I don't want to get up early. 
I'd rather just run out the door and sleep an extra 15 minutes. I literally used to be the same way, but it is not worth it. You need that time in the morning to like slowly start. If you're rushing and you start your morning off rushing, that's what the rest of your day is going to look like. So when I realized that this extra hour um, is really helpful and really just like starts my day out on the right note, I tend to be less stressed out. I tend to be less anxious when I do get up on time and I, you know, my don't snooze my alarm 17 times, which I still love to do. And I'm just like getting up and taking the morning as slow as possible with the time that I give myself. I've noticed that it's helped my anxiety quite a bit. I think another way that I take care of myself is since all of the world has started to open back up and something I really learned while we weren't allowed to be out working and doing all those things is giving some space for myself. Whether that looks like putting my laptop away at nine and watching a TV show with my roommate, whether that looks like, you know, just giving myself an extra hour a day to just do something that I genuinely enjoy, that has really seemed to help keep my life balanced lately. Um, whether that's scheduling out a day to catch up with friends, uh, yesterday I like had time to do that this week, and it just like fuels my fire in so many ways. So I think making sure that you are taking care of your your own needs. So if you're an Enneagram 2 like me, I know a lot of the Enneagrams have characteristics of helping others, um, but Enneagram 2s especially, you just really need to like look at your schedule and map out time. Like map out a specific hour a day. On my schedule in my planner, there is an hour of day planned every day whether that's in the morning before work, whether that's at night after work, whether that's in the middle of the day going to see a friend for coffee, it's always something that's serving myself. And that's hard for me. Like that still feels uncomfortable to serve myself because I love to serve others so much. So just a reminder, always giving yourself that space because if you're not filling your own cup, how are you going to fill others? Um, I think self-care is overlooked and I think a little bit like has made look different on social media. And it just like doesn't always mean you're doing a face mask. Like sometimes that like doesn't even help people. Some people, it really doesn't help me. Um, I don't really like like sitting and doing a face mask and taking a long bath. Like I'm a person who likes to sit and like read a good book or go on a walk and talk with one of my friends. Um, serving yourself doesn't always have to look like sitting alone. It just is doing something that you really enjoy. And so the second part that we're going to talk about is what can self-care look like for you or how does it look different than Instagram? So like I've talked about that a little bit with just like what my self-care has turned into since I've become um, more mentally healthy. And that is just purely it doesn't look like specifically anything so when my friends are having a bad day I'm always like go do something that you thoroughly enjoy like one of I know some of my friends like love to go on walks or like likes to be outside I know some of my friends don't want to be outside like want to be taking a bath or like it's just like little reminders of like what does self-care look like for yourself so like as everyone knows I love lists so like my goal for you this week is to like write a list of like what that looks like, 
What does self-care look like for you? What serves your heart? What serves your needs? Is that going to see a friend? Is that going to see your family? Is that taking just an hour out of your day to make sure you feel better, to serve yourself? Uh, Does it look like journaling? Does it look like reading the Bible? Does it look like sitting and praying? Does it It can mean so many things for you, but I think having a list of like, these are the 10 things or these are the 15 things that make me feel like I'm serving myself, like I'm doing what I need to do for myself. It could literally be a cup of coffee in the afternoon. Yesterday, I was feeling a little overwhelmed with all the things I did, so I made a really good cup of coffee and I sat for a minute and just like took a deep breath and was like, okay, These are the 10 things you need to get done today. If you get five of them done, that's great. But I think just sitting for that second, making a good warm cup of coffee, something I thoroughly enjoy. Coffee is literally my love language. So like it was perfect for me. It stopped my day. It stopped my anxiety and it just really served myself. Um, I also think that like setting boundaries, something nobody talks about. Um, Setting boundaries is self-care. So learning to... Be like, "Mm, that doesn't serve me. I'm going to put that on the back burner for right now. Or, you know, that person isn't serving me. Mm, Maybe I don't really need that person in my life right now. Or like, maybe I just need to take a step back from that relationship. Or setting boundaries with, you know, work. Like, okay, these are the days that I can work. I can't work anything else. I'm not, you know, telling yourself I'm not picking up as someone who loves to pick up shifts when I get called. Um, Or just like, I'm clocking out at a hard five. Whatever I get done before then, that's what I get done, but I'm clocking out at five. Those boundaries are going to set your life up to look a little different, to look a little more serving you. Your life doesn't always have to be serving others. It can be serving others, and it's fantastic that there are people in the world that want to give so much time to work or so much time to friends or so much time to others or so much time to church or so much time to all of the things. But if you're not setting a time side for yourself, you're not fueling your own fire. And then how are you going to serve others if you're not serving you? Or how are you going to support others and make others feel included? And like, you know, if, you know, all of those things, like, making them feel loved. If you don't make yourself feel loved, like self-love is so important. So it's like, I know I sound like I'm preaching and I don't love doing that here, but like I'm telling you that like self-care and mapping out that time changed my whole life. And so if you really need to take a step back and evaluate, am I setting time in my week? Am I setting boundaries with my friends and at work and people in my life in general? Am I setting time to achieve my goals? Am I setting time for what feels good to me? Am I always, or are you always rushing around? Are you always running to the next thing? I am guilty of this so much. Like I will pack my schedule, especially since I haven't been able to do anything for three months. Like I am ready to see all my people. I am ready to work. I am ready to do all the things, go back to class, do my internship, all those things. But I can't do those things well or mentally healthy if I don't serve myself. And that is something that like I learned over quarantine. It is something I've learned over time, but it's just continuously getting better. So to like wrap up today, it's going to be a quick one. Um, Just talking about 
self-care like makes some people uncomfy it has always made me uncomfy I like used to like listen to the podcast or like take care of yourself or like read the books like I love self-help books they're my favorite so like if you ever need recommendations let me know I got tons of them but they like preach in there that you have to fill your own cup up Sis, I don't want to fill my own cup up. I just, like, want to do all the things. I want to be superwoman. I want to, like, be able to, like, support everyone at once and, like, you know, take be a great dog mom and be a great best friend and be a great sister and, you know, be healthy and look great and show up at work every day. But if I'm doing all those things without sleeping, without taking care of myself, without mapping out time for myself, how am I... How am I going to do all those things? Great. Also, if my schedule is always running around, fantastic for some of us, but you got to take one day. So I've learned that Sundays are my day. I can go out with my friends if I have time and I've done all my things that I need to do. But like, you know, we've mapped out date night on Sunday. So it just makes it really easy for me to like kind of check off not everything on my to-do list. If I have to catch up on anything, like I will get that done on Sunday, but I just serve myself. So like Sunday mornings are usually pretty slow. I take it with a cup of coffee and I sit and I can watch church or I can listen to worship music and take a long shower or anything that I feel that can start my week on a good note. So what I want you to take from this is make a list of all the things that serve you. It doesn't have to look like face masks and bath. If that's what it looks like for you, fantastic but it doesn't have to have the instagram standard of what self-care looks like start trying to exercise once a day it doesn't have to be super hard exercising but it helps it's helped me it helps you deep you know unwind and just like be with your own thoughts for a second now that like life's getting back to normal and like we're all getting back to our schedules and you know things like that and then really just like take time to evaluate what your life looks like And how can you map out a specific time of day that for yourself? How can you make your life serve you a little bit more and others a little bit less for a while? And if you're already great at like taking care of yourself, how can I serve others to make them feel supported so they can give themselves self-care? How can I show up as a friend for my friends who need that reminder that they need to set boundaries or how can I set boundaries that you know set myself up for success so big takeaways boundaries self-care doesn't always look like Instagram wants to make it look like and making sure that you're not just taking care of others you're serving yourself as well I think that this topic makes some people uncomfy because it for sure makes me uncomfy but that's okay Uncomfy is good. Change is good. Remember that. So have a great week. Cannot wait to talk with you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. My small business shout out this week is I just ordered the cutest uh, tumblers from Coffee Over Cardio and I'm so excited. I am officially um, an ambassador for them. I have my own discount code and they have the most amazing coffee ever. Um, I just cracked open my cinnamon coffee. It's keto friendly, no carb, no added sugar. So for everyone who's watching their health, but it's also taste bomb. 
So if you are looking for new tumblers, if you're looking to try new coffee, um, if you're looking for a healthier coffee, there are also tons of other things on their website. Um, use my code 10ArnoldKate, so it's 10 and then my Instagram handle, um, and go check them out. Their tumblers are literally the cutest thing I've ever seen. And uh, Abby, the CEO of the company, is also fantastic um, and great inspiration on Instagram and things like that. So check out their new coffee. It is, like I said, keto-friendly, carb-free, sugar-free. Um, it's great and tastes amazing. As a person who loves coffee, it is my love language for sure. It's nice to have found a really good tasting coffee that I also now fits um, my health goals as well. So that is also go check them out on Instagram, Coffee Over Cardio. Follow me on Instagram because I have my link for my code for you guys get, to get 10% off. So that is all. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you loved it, please share with your friends or let me know on Instagram. Can't wait to share more with you, but that's all for now.